DirecTV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. And there's no annual contract. Get your TV together at directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. I want to be the best. I want to be the best. And that's, why, that's why I play the game. But to be the best, you have to win. And that's what drives me. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 10 of Clutch Talk, the basketball podcast. Today, we got a special guest who we've been trying to get on for a minute, but you know what? We got him here. We got my brother. We got Junior. What's going on? Appreciate it. What's going on? Today, we got a special episode <clears throat> for episode number 10. We got the This Decades draft. So, any player that's played from 2010 to, to 2020. And we gonna we gonna go. Uh, we gonna ask Siri right now who's gonna get the first pick. We're gonna do odd or even. So let's get this on the road. What you wanna you wanna have odd or even? I'll take odd. All right, odd. All right. All right. Pick a random number. It's twenty five. That's odd. All right, there you go. Odd. So Junior gets the first pick, and the way we're going the way we're gonna go through this, we're just gonna build a team of fifteen, and then at the end we'll tell you guys our team who we have. And you guys, you know, let us know who, who you think has the best team, and let me know what's up. So go ahead, let's let's get this draft on the road. All right, first pick. Uh, I think it's gonna be pretty obvious, but I'm gonna go with LeBron, ten-time uh, All Star. You know, he made the All Star team every year this uh, this decade. The most dominant player of the decade. He averaged 27, 8, and 8 over the decade, which is pretty crazy. He's 35 this season, and he's number one in, you know, he's leading his team to be number one in the West. You know, a lot of arguments could be made that he was getting that fourth ring this year. Three MVPs, three final MVPs, and five all-defense teams. That's just a solid pick. Had to go with number one. Yeah, there's no no debate about that. LeBron might be the GOAT of of all of doing everything, of doing being an all-around versatile player. Uh, on top of everything that Jenner has listed, something that's most impressive to me is the fact that he's 35 years old, leading the league in assists this year. Like, that's so impressive to me. Like, John Stockton, his last year leading the league in assists was his 12th year. John Stockton also played for 19 years. LeBron's doing this on his 17th year. So I just think that people love to overlook that, love to give LeBron criticism, and no, no hate on that. No hate yes, on that pick. Sir. All right, here we go. I got. I'm here. I'm gonna go with my first pick. My first pick is Kevin Durant. Oh yeah. <laughs> I had to go with Kevin Durant. If he, if he's gonna take LeBron James, I had to go with Kevin Durant. He's just an extremely efficient scorer. It, it, every every season in his career, never once in his career averaged less than twenty points per game. Never once had a field goal percentage lower than forty three percent, and that was his rookie year. And from twenty twelve until now. Every year, his field goal percentage has been above 50. So he's just an extremely efficient scorer who, when he has the ball, it's it's a bucket or or a pass or something that will lead to a, to you a bucket or anything, man. Oh, for sure. No, that I, if I would have gotten the second pick, that I would have gone with KD for sure. Just because, you know, like, like LeBron made the All-Star, every, All-Star team every year this, this decade, two finals MVP, an MVP trophy, and just an automatic bucket. Already, he's in my opinion, a, for sure a top fifteen player of all time. Already, uh, you can even make an argument for a top ten, uh, and he's the highest scorer over this whole decade. So at twenty eight points per game, so you know it's just it's 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 an easy pick. Those two, you knew they were going one and two. 
<laughs> if you've been listening to all the episodes here, been educating your mind on basketball, you know these are number one and two. Number one and two. All right, so I got to go next. Yeah, you got you got you got the next pick. Next pick is gonna be Mr. Ha 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 Kawhi Leonard. I got Kawhi. Tell my me next why. Pick. Tell me why. Well, it's so it, see, it was close uh, between who I picked. Uh, who I would have picked next? That was between two players. I won't say who it is in case John doesn't pick them next. But uh, two finals MVPs on two different teams. Uh, like the Lakers could have possibly won the season. The Clippers could too. So he had, you know, he's actually a threat for three finals MVPs with uh, with a third team if he would have won this this season. Two times Defensive Player of the Year over the decade. Three All NBA teams, five All Defense All NBA Defensive teams. So it's just an absolute monster, and he makes a difference if you look at. Toronto, they've always, you know, been making noise, making noise, making noise, and he got him over that hump. You know, if you look at his supporting cast, it's just, uh, you know, he 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 didn't have. It wasn't a star-studded uh, Toronto team, in my opinion, at least compared it to the to the all. super to the superstar teams that we've been seeing lately. But he made that difference, you know, against Philadelphia, against the Warriors, against you know every team pretty much. So that's why I got next Kawhi. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. More Jenner said everything, but you know, that's a two way monster. He yes, showed sir. he showed his his defense dominance when when he had his breakout year when the Spurs had beat the Heat four one in the series, and then now that now this last year, uh, he was averaging thirty in that final series against the Warriors. So he showed that he's just like a two way monster in both ways. He'll bring you to de- defense and offense. And he was like twenty one yeah. in that twenty fourteen run, huh? Yeah. He so young. he was young, he was man. Young, and he know. was locking up. Lock, best lock best. LeBron up. LeBron, yeah. They won four one in that whole series. Yeah. No, that he was he's a monster. He's a monster. And he's only getting better too. Like his prime is not done. It's not like you know, like LeBron's probably not going to be number one in the 20, 2020 to twenty thirty decade, but Kawhi's going to be up there maybe. We'll my, my only problem with him is just the same problem you have with him. It's just a load of management. Yeah. It's just a, I just can't. Like, he's a great player, but I can't have him the best player in the league if he's not playing every yeah. game. You yeah, know, no, that's, for sure. That, that, that's a problem. And that's also another thing, too, that I was thinking. I was like, man, uh, uh, with this break now, if we go back straight into the playoffs, Kawhi's going to be rested. That Clippers team is going to be dangerous. I, I was I was listening to uh, to Richard Jefferson and LeBron. They were talking on our podcast, and LeBron was saying how everyone thinks that that for uh, that LeBron he's benefiting off this. He's benefiting off him him resting, but he said that he's not. He's actually not benefiting because he's in the in the in March. He's around March April, yeah. and his body's like, "What are you doing? This is time to amp it up. Time yeah. to keep going. That's time true. to keep going." And he, and his body's like, "Why are you resting?" So because the last seventeen years LeBron's been doing that, yeah. Every year around this yeah. around this time he's been amping it up. He's been in the playoffs. Yeah. No, he's, so, he's going to the finals all the way for exactly. the past eight years, or except last year, eight years before that. Yeah, exactly, man. for sure. All right, you got next. I got next. One more thing I got to implement. Uh, we have we have two minutes to, to pick a. We have a timer over here. We got two minutes to pick. But in between, like when Jenner makes his pick, I'm on the clock. I have two minutes to make my next pick, and when I make my my pick, Jenner has two minutes. So. That was we forgot to tell y'all in the beginning, <laughs> but here we go. All right, so my next pick is the one and only Stephen Curry. Ah! I had to go with Curry. That's gonna be a soundbite, man. No, yeah. uh, I had to go with Stephen Curry. You know what, man? His numbers are just his numbers are insane. His numbers are insane. I'm looking yeah. at his numbers: three time champion, a three time All NBA first team, two time NBA MVP, six time All Star. Besides this year that he didn't really play. He his field goal percentage was never below forty five, and his three point percentage was never below forty, which is ridiculous. Wow. His in his career, his, field, his three point percentage was never below forty. That's ridiculous, and it's just an inefficient scorer. Yeah. 
and and as as much as as much as Stephen Curry may you know he may have got lucky to get some of those championships because <laughs> of injuries and all that, but he he did no, it. He yeah, did it. No. I can't I, I can't take away from those he numbers. It's the goat shooter for sure. Yeah. So that yeah, I, honestly, like we had the same top four right now. I had the same LeBron, KD, Kawhi. Yeah, Steph we probably Curry. got the so, same around. And then so, when it gets to later, yeah, then it's gonna different. get a little. Yeah, that's when we're gonna see the difference. But uh, no, for sure, you know, Steph is is no brainer pick after these three. Uh, unanimous MVP, best shooter of all time, and you see, like, he gets it done. He changed the game. Yes. Changed the game. All, all, everyone now just wants to shoot. I'm dunking. I'm going to pick somebody next who has been... Two minutes on the clock. Two minutes. Um, who has been also doing his part in changing the game a little bit. Some people will say not so much for the best, but I think that, that he's, he just takes advantage of the system in a, in a way that benefits his team. I think I've prefaced it enough. It's going to be James Harden. It's an absolute bucket. Uh, it was close because I wanted to pick another guard, but he's averaging Kobe-like numbers. He's, he's, the best, he's the best shooting guard in the 2010s, in my opinion. Uh, it's close, but I think he's the best shooting guard in the 2010s. Absolute bucket. I mean, he had 13 40-point triple-doubles in this decade. 13 40-point triple-doubles, not just 40-point games. right? So you know he's getting it done on all ends. Um, he's actually 17th in career scoring average as well. And he is, I mean, I don't know his exact age right now, but he's, he's not that old. You know what I mean? To yeah. have put up like monumental numbers as, as such like that. It's just an absolute bucket. So I had to go with him for my next pick. Yeah. I mean, you, you said it all. And I'm, I was looking at his numbers earlier and it's crazy to think that the 2011, 2012 season was the last season James Harden averaged under 24 points. Wow. Every year after that, he's averaged... And 24, 24 points, points is nice, too. Points. And the crazy thing is, this this last season, he averaged 36 points. Damn. And yeah. this year, he's averaging 34. So he's having a down year, 34 points per game. That's a down year. Again, yeah. scoring isn't everything, but that is a that is a whole bunch of buckets. But I, I, I do have my problem with James Harden. I don't think he's a postseason winner. I think he's a regular season winner. He gets buckets, but I don't think those type of buckets work. But we're going to see. He, have, he finally got Westbrook. Finally got Clink out of there, and they're playing better than ever. So yeah. we're gonna see. Okay, okay. My my neck. Two minutes on the clock. Two minutes on the clock. My next pick is one that I know all the all the youngins aren't really gonna understand. So it's it's a little. This is a little older. This is a little older pick. But since it is 2010 to 2000 to 2020, I gotta go with the most dominant center, not of all time, but of this decade, Dwight Howard. Wow. I gotta go with Dwight Howard because. So two only two years out of his sixteen years, he did not have ten or more rebounds. So he's he's just a a rebound a rebound monster. Two years out of his sixteen years, he didn't he had uh, my 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 fault about that. Hold on. Oh, his best season. His best season. He had twenty two points per game, fourteen rebounds, and that was in two thousand ten when he finished second to Derrick Rose for league MVP. Yeah, and that was that was also the year that he claimed his. His third consecutive defensive player of the year. The only other players in history to ever do that is Matumbo and Ben Wallace, who won four defensive player of the year four times. Dwight is up like I, he's yeah. he's he's matching with Hall of Famers numbers. Yeah, no, he's 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 definitely a great pick. Uh, what dropped him down a little bit more in my rankings was the fact that we're looking at 2010 to 2020, and in the beginning of the decade, he was an absolute monster. Later in the decade, he got a little was a little tougher for him. But in the first five years, I mean, look, he made the All NBA team all those years. He won Defensive Player of the Year two times in those first five seasons, 
three-time all-defensive uh, team. And honestly, like I know it's not the decade, but in 09, he carried that Magic team to the finals. Carried him, like, yeah. I mean, I know it's not the decade, but it's right at the edge. Like I just wanted to make it a mention. And the, yeah, and the, and the, the, the like I mentioned, his best season was at the beginning of this decade. It was 2010-2011 when he was 14 boards per game. is ridiculous. <laughs> and four oh, offensive crazy. rebounds per game. Think about how many more possessions yeah. that is. Four offensive rebounds per game, that changes wow. that changes the dynamic. And that's an average, too, exactly. right? This means, like, on any given night, on an average Dwight game, he's getting you that much. And no, a, for sure. And 11, 11 of his 16, 11 years of his 16-year career, he had 12 or more rebounds. So that's no, just... That's a monster. That's a dominant center. So for my next pick, I'm going to actually go with somebody that is also going to be a little bit of a throwback. Now, he's older now. He's still good, but his best days are definitely earlier on. Um... And that's going to be CP3. CP3. Okay. So, uh, you know, he, he could be one of the best players. You know, he's, he's as we know, ringless as well as of now. But he could be in that boat where he's one of those best players to never win a ring. You know, with the Reggie, AIs. Reggie Miller. The Reggie Millers, the Carl Malones, the John Stocktons. Uh, he's been, look, in, in this decade, he led the league in assists four times and led, him, led it in steals two times. Averaging almost 18 points, 10 assists, and 2 steals a game over the decade. But what actually is another huge thing about him is that it doesn't show up in the stat sheet. is his leadership. He's a leader. Uh, it depends. You know, some people will tell you he's, he's, he's a bad teammate. But it's about accountability. He's a good leader. Uh, I've never played with him. But a lot, of, a lot of people who have played with him always talk about his leadership in the locker room. His veteran presence is second to none. So that's how I go with him next. So that's okay. who I got. Okay, you got, you got CP3? Yeah. CP3. CP3, six-time all-defensive all first team. So, you know, like yeah. that, for a guard. That's yeah. A, that's a you know, he locks good. him up. And yeah. he's what? Like six feet tall. Exactly. Right? Six-time all-star. He's a great player. Again, But yeah, the biggest problem with him is just a ringless. But yeah. Okay, moving and on. And okay, see, he probably is not going to get that ring. You probably know? not. Probably but not. he might retire, but you know... We, we, we don't look down on Allen Iverson, on John Stockton, on, on Charles Barkley for being players. They don't have rings, but they're still, you know, up there as one of the best. Exactly. All right, who you got next? Moving on to my next pick, I got arguably one of the most dominant players in the league right now. Giannis Damn, that's who I had next. Giannis Antetokounmpo, <laughs> I had to pick him up. Man, 29 points per game, 13.7 rebounds, 6 assists per game on 56% shooting from the field. His stats are like Shaq and... Like he moves like LeBron, which is insane. He, I think he's the most unstoppable force right, right now. I, I would say around the basket, but I, I, I'll give that to somebody else. But in transition, he's the most unstoppable force. Last year, last year he he was shooting uh, shooting twenty five percent from the three. He upped that to thirty percent from the three. Now he's a he's a one time NBA uh, MVP. He might he might even get it this year too. That yeah. that is argue you can potential back to back. Yeah, you could make that potential back to back. He's a three time All Star. And he's just getting started. Yeah. And he's just getting started, which is scariest. You know, when this list comes out in 2030, between best players from the 2020s to the 2030s, he's probably going to be up there. I mean, we got to see. We don't know who's coming up. We don't know what's going to happen. You know, if you would have said this in 2010 about D. Rose, you know, you probably would have imagined that too. So you got to see, obviously. You got to see what happens, yeah. But but the way he's going now, him and Luca, they're next up. You know what I mean? They're already here and they're next up. Yeah, already so, here. Already put so, both of those are in the MVP category. You give them a, you give Giannis a jump shot, 
there's no it's, it's stopping what's even what's already unstoppable becomes even more unstoppable and 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 that's what yeah i i, I hear that people say that a lot but the thing is i, I look at like 30 percent. i mean it's not a good three-point percentage but it's, it's not, not it's not right westbrook's 23 percent. yeah you know so he he got in like that that christmas game against the lakers, the lakers yeah lighting mm-hmm. him up with the three so he's just inconsistent from the three yeah. but if he gets a consistent jumper i agree it's next level so, since we are talking about uh, not good three-point shooters, but can get it done, I actually do have Russell, Russell Westbrook next. That's your next one. So, he's a solid pick, um, and the reason why I picked him is because, well, he won an MVP. The men averaged a triple-double over a season. Average. That's like Oscar Robertson type mm-hmm. stuff. Three like, straight seasons. Yeah. He did Like, that. that is insane. And he carried OKC in the, in the playoffs a lot. Like, I know he never took him to a title, but, like, there was times where he was the only player on that OKC team. Not when they went to the finals with KD and everything. everything, But there were some times where it was just Russell and, you know, maybe who was the next best player? Steven Adams, maybe young Victor Oladipo even, I think. <laughs> like, it was, it was, it was just Russ, you know, and he was taking him final to, excuse me, to playoff runs. And, um, you know, I know that he gets a lot of flack for maybe being selfish or just caring about his stats, but he gets it done. He gets it done. You know, we'll see how... How he's doing now, how he's adapting to play, playing with, with James Harden. You know, it's not been horrible. It's not been as bad as a lot of people predicted. But he, he he's he's my next pick. I think he's a solid player all around. Also a generational type of player in terms of just what he can produce on the court. Right? We're not going to look at it 20 years from now and be like, oh, man, Russ was the GOAT. But, but just like we don't say that about Oscar Robertson, but we give Oscar Robertson his respect. We never watched him play. Right? But we see the numbers he put up was crazy. Talking about Oscar Robertson. It's going to be like Russ in a couple of years, I feel like. So that's who I got. Okay. Okay. Let me see. For my next pick, I got to I got to go with I got to go with somebody right now who man, RIP, man. I got to go with the GOAT. I got to go with yeah. Kobe. RIP. That's crazy. But I got to I got to go with him and I and I would have picked him a lot. It would have been my first pick actually if it wasn't from 2010 to 2020. Oh, yeah, for he's sure. just he's just a little older, so but I, I I do gotta go with him, even though he was older. It's still a five time champion, two time Finals MVP, one time one time League MVP. Should have been three, got robbed. Uh, two time scoring champion, ten ten time ten time M, uh, NBA first team, eighteen time All Star. Seventeen of them were straight in a row. So the list goes on. Ninety seven dunk champ, and even though, even though he was older in two thousand and ten, he was still 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 was putting yeah. twenty still was putting twenty five points per game, and then and then put the next year put twenty seven points per game two thousand eleven, and then put another twenty four points per game. So it's just oh, he's sure. he's still getting it done. Well, he was just he was just a little older, but still still up there on the list for sure. Oh yeah, no, I mean could have been higher. Could have been higher. He won a title and a Finals MVP in the twenty ten. So it was exactly. the very first year of the decade. You know what I mean? From twenty ten to twenty thirteen, he was averaging twenty seven five and five. Like, yeah, that's solid. That was the year that he tore his Achilles. So it's just like yeah, after that, no player is going to be the same, especially when they're in their mid thirties. Yeah, you know, exactly. Mid thirties yeah. for a professional. Kobe was already thirty two at then. And uh, and then he retired in twenty sixteen. So it's just like you know that's that's four years oh, out of the decade. Yeah. So it's just like that's what drops him lower in our list. But I agree, man. If this was all time, he he's going close to top three for sure. Yeah, for sure. And and a couple of those years, like he only played like six games. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it definitely he was slowed down a little bit more by injuries, and that's because he just went so hard. Yeah. And that's what we appreciate about him so much. You know what I mean? Like he was. He was not about this load management, none of that stuff. Like he yeah. said, man, I'm out here. I'm going hard every game, whether it's the finals or whether, you know, it's a preseason, maybe not preseason, but whether it's, you know, it's a game in October, yeah. November. You know what I mean? 
So, no, that's for sure a great pick. I'm actually going to go with my next pick. I'm actually going to go with somebody that um, is is also a throwback player. Um, in my opinion, he was a little better than Kobe was during the decade, but that's because he started a lot later than Kobe did. But he's also, wind, he was winding down during this decade. So, um, I picked LeBron. I'm also picking Dwayne Wade. That's, <laughs> what, that's what I had to, yeah. actually. So, you know, he was the face of Miami. He, he, and he easily took that number two role when uh, LeBron came over. You know what I mean? Like, he was, he was, he was the face of the team. Like, you think Miami, you think, you think uh, Dwayne Wade. Even though LeBron was better during that time, Miami, uh, Le- D-Wade is, you know, Mr. Miami Heat. And he took a back seat when, when LeBron came, but he was still a salt. I mean, he was great. You know what I mean? He was still a great player. And, uh, you know, he got two titles in the 2010s. So that's another thing that, that I think needed to be taken in, into account. So that's why I went with Mr. Dwayne Wade. I was going to say, if you would have picked the first, the first uh, if you would have had the first pick, you would have picked LeBron. And you said me, I would say, if John's picking LeBron, I'm picking Dwayne Wade. <laughs> All right, you got next. All right, I got next. I got ne- next pick, I got to go. I got to go with somebody right now who's in the, arguably in the race for two categories. Oh, I already know, Arguably man. in the race Again. for two categories. He, he's, he's just looking at my list, man, because he's picking all my players. Arguably in the race for two categories. Anthony Davis, oh the Brown. Goodness. I gotta go with him. Three-time NBA, for, uh, All-NBA first team. One-time one first, first team All-Defense, but that's because he's younger. Six-time All-Star. Again, in the conversation for Defensive Player of the Year and MVP. This year, 27 points per game. Nine... 9.4 rebounds, 3 three assists, 2.4 blocks. He's set third in the league in blocks. The, when he, in 2018, when he went to the playoffs, he led the, whole, he led the whole playoffs in rebounds and blocks. So it's just, AD is, is He's a monster. Is he's man. something else. He's that man. man. He's something else. He's that man. I no, need him. F- for sure. I mean, he was, look, he's been averaging, what, 25.5 points, 11 rebounds, 2.5 blocks, 2.5 assists, and 1.5 steals. Over this decade, and it's just and in the playoffs, I mean, he hasn't gone many times, but when he's gone, man, he he put up what 30, 30 points with thirteen rebounds, two and a half blocks in the playoffs. I mean, he's stepping up when it's time for playoffs. And you know, I mean, not to bag on 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 the Pelicans, but it wasn't the best team he was in the playoffs with. You know what I mean? So like like John said, you know, defensive player. I think he's, in my opinion, he's the defensive player of the year this year. And then, uh, and now we're actually seeing how good he is with a with a better team around him. Like AD was good, but in in New Orleans, but man, AD is insane on the Lakers insane right now. Lakers. He's insane. And I feel like, like on, I feel like honestly, when I was looking at his numbers, he reminds me a lot of Carl Anthony Towns because like he was just so good in the team that a low market team that didn't nobody know about. And now, and now he comes to a big market like because it's not like he wasn't doing this. He was doing the same thing yeah. in, in New Orleans. He just wasn't doing it with LeBron James, and he wasn't doing it with as many eyes on him. Cat, if you're listening, man, you, you know you know what you got to do, man. You got to come to the Lakers. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> All right. So with my next pick, I actually had AD as well, but since that got taken, then I'm still picking. No, I'm, just I'm actually gonna go with somebody else who actually is also uh, like D Wade, a player that was winding down in the 2010s, but I think was still real solid, and that's Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan. So he actually started the decade at 33. So that is a decline for a lot of players. And it was for him as well, but he managed it real well. Him and Pop managed it real, real well. So he got a title in the 2010s. That's the first thing. And he played less than 30, well, in averaging less than 30 minutes, he was averaging 15 points, 10 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 blocks, and a steal. As a 33-year-old plus. Like, that's that. those are some good numbers under 30 minutes. You know what I mean? And he wasn't the face of that team anymore. You know, when 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 they won that title, 
Kawhi won Finals MVP. So it, it just you know it just shows you that that um, that's that's a that's a solid player even though he was older. Um, he still was really good, and you know they beat the Heat, that crazy Heat team, and they probably would have beat him twice if it wasn't for that Ray Allen shot. Yeah. So like Timmy D was getting it done still. Yeah. So that's why I ha- I have to go with him with my next pick. Yeah. I, no head against that, Mr. Fundamentals himself. Oh yeah. He gets it done, and I'm over here looking at my list, and since Jenner went went ahead and snagged up Westbrook, I gotta snag up his anonymous, <laughs> however you say that, Damian Lillard. I gotta take him. <laughs> He's, that's the man that got worked by AD in the playoffs, by the way. Man, that's, that's also the man <laughs> yeah. that sent that waved off PG and Russ with that sidestep oh, yeah. half quarter last year in the playoffs. That's also the man that sent that sent uh, Dwight Howard and James Harden home uh, in, to, in 2014 in the playoffs. He's that's solid. also the rookie of the year. He's that's that that's a player who doesn't back down from nobody who has limits just range like Curry. Yeah, he has no limit. Like as soon as he steps up from half court. There's three players in the league. Him, Curry, and Trey Young are when they step step past the half court. You that that's a it might go in. Yeah, it's a shot. So I gotta go with Dame. He's a great player. I would pick somebody who, in a similar light to Dame, is also is a great player. Still a great player today. Um, and they have had varying playoff success, but just haven't gotten to the finals. And what I'm going with is actually Paul George. So Paul George, almost that Pacers team, man, they almost beat the Heat. They almost beat the Heat. It was close. Um, he's, you know, he's one of the best two-way players in the league. Not the best, but he's one of the best two-way players in the league. Uh, and I mean, we gotta, we, we can't forget he recovered from that crazy leg injury, crazy, and crazy he's still balling. Injury. I mean, last year he was in, he was in the top three race for for MVP. Yeah, no, la- and, last year, last year he put up crazy numbers. Yeah, twenty-eight so, points per game, four assists, eight rebounds, two point two steals. Yeah, no, he he's he, he's a crazy player. You know, I always give him slack because he plays for the Clippers, but uh, no, that's his like no, his numbers are down this year. This yeah. year they are down. Yeah, but he's uh, but over the you no know, over the decade, I think he's um, he just he's definitely a, a great player that deserves to be looked at. You know, six time All Star, five time All NBA, four time All Defensive Team. That's definitely a solid player that I was like, oh, if John doesn't snag him up, I'm going to go get him. So that's why I got Paul George. Who do you got next? My next pick, I got somebody who I know people who have just probably started watching the league this year is going to be confused. But I I'm, know, t- I'm talking I'm talking older. I'm talking a little a little older. A couple, a couple years ago, I'm, t- I'm taking DeMarcus Cousins. Oh, that's not what I had. Before all, right. before all these injuries, before the, before the ACL tear with the Pelicans, before the quad tear with the Warriors in the playoffs, before the ACL the ACL tear again with the with the Lakers. So uh, before all these injuries, the, that man was a four time NBA All Star. Average averaged twenty two points, twenty two points, uh, twenty two points and above for seven seasons straight. Still had one of the best games of this decade when he had fifty six points, twelve rebounds, and four assists. That game was insane. Yeah, like he'll give you, he'll give you that. Like, yeah, and that no. and that was and that was bef- that was before this game. The game was the way it is now. That was before the game was still ran a little bit more through centers, but. DeMarcus Cousins is a great, great... For this decade, is a great center. Yeah, and, and, and he honestly, man, like, he give you... Like, he's got range. Yeah. You know, I'm not talking about, like, Steph Curry range, but he's, yeah. he's got range for a big man. He can shoot. Yeah, no, that's for sure. That's 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 a solid pick. Uh, I'm going to go with somebody else that is is a little bit of a polarizing figure. He's a, everybody can agree he's a great player. Some people don't say he's the best teammate, but I've got to go with Kyrie. i got to go with Kyrie Irvin. So, you know, I mean, he hit that huge shot in 2016, and he actually outplayed Curry that series. Yeah, I'll play Curry that series. Uh, people probably listening 
might think it's crazy, but if you go look at the numbers, he was averaging 27 points, 4 rebounds, 4 assists, and 2 steals. Curry had 22.6 points, 5 rebounds, 4 assists, and 1 steal. So, I mean, Kyrie was up there. He was working. I mean, it's obviously, there's always going to be LeBron's team when LeBron's in it. But Kyrie was working, and and, and and he's always been like, yeah, he might have been a bad teammate, people say. But he's always been a great player, a great player throughout. And, you know, he's got the craziest handles. A lot of people say he might have the greatest handles of all time. I still think it belongs to AI, but Kyrie's up there. You know what I mean? So that's who I got next. Who you picking next, John? I got, I got to go with another big before anybody picks him up. This is a very versatile player. Again, we were just talking about him mentioning he should come to the Lakers. We're talking about Carl Anthony Towns. That's, we're talking about a center with a f- shooting 41% from deep. That's ridiculous. Like like how I mentioned, Curry every season has never shot for, uh, b- below 40, which is insanely impressive. But I think it's maybe even more impressive that a center is shooting 41% from deep, and he takes a, he takes a good amount of threes per game. Right now he's averaging 26 points per game, 10 rebounds, and 4 assists. I, and I think that he's a player who also – can play, can create plays for himself and others around him. Finally, he got D'Lo, his best friend, with him. So maybe, maybe it's time for the Timberwolves to actually do something again. Yeah. Maybe it's otherwise time you don't want do to be like again. the Suns. You know, like the Suns also have Aiton and Booker, and they just do nothing. You yeah. know what I mean? So uh, I'm gonna go with another big man that can shoot, but he's more of a of, of the 2000s, 2010 decade. But he was still working in the 2010s, and that's uh, Dirk Nowitzki. So with Dirk, you know, um, I think he's actually, it was close between when I was ranking my list to do whether I do Dirk or whether I do Kobe. Uh, But, you know, I think that Dirk, he had a worse team than Kobe did in 2010. And he beat a better team in the Heat than Kobe beat in in the 2010 finals that was the Celtics. So, you know, he's got a title, finals MVP, he beat the Heat. And, and man, he wasn't doing that when he was sick. Yeah. Yeah. Like he was he, he was out sick. there sick. They were clowning him too. Looking and back he, on it, that was insanely yeah, irresponsible. Was crazy. Man, he was crazy. And and honestly, here's another thing that's crazy, man. He had no superstars on that team. It was just him. Who's the next best player? You know, Jason Terry, uh old Jason Kidd, Tyson yeah. Chandler, like they were good, but they weren't superstars by any stretch. Yeah. So Dirk really did that against while sick against the Heat. And and he wasn't young either, you know what I mean? Yeah, he like he was getting it done, and because he used to get flamed a lot for not showing up in the playoffs, but he was getting it done. Like that's 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 respect for Dirk. So that's why I got to go with Dirk right there with my pick. Yeah, I, I was in the, I was in the same boat. I was thinking whether I should where I should, whether I should take Dirk or not. But then I ha- I went I went with Kobe because I I did see that Dirk is two years younger than Kobe, so I saw that, but. I just I didn't I didn't know if if Dirk was I don't know if I could choose Dirk over over the players that I had I had chose because I had Giannis AD and somebody else who I still yeah. I still need to pick for uh, my my power forward so I'm gonna go ahead and go with him now this is another player that people will that just watch basketball now will be confused but I'm talking about someone a little older taking Lamarcus Aldridge seven time All Star who who creates shot for himself. And others, and he's in in today's age where the three is where to go. You live and die by the three. Lamarcus' game is kind of de- de- degrading because he ta- he loves those mid range jumpers. But I was I was looking at some some stats the other day, and and Lamarcus Aldridge averages the most shots and and the most makes in around around the mid range. Him and Demar 
lead the league in that. So and that is to no one's surprise. Him or Demar can't really shoot threes like that. So they just stay in the mid range game. And I think it's great, great footwork and also great. Ball moving uh, uh, out of the post, so I gotta go with Marcus Aldridge. Oh, he's for sure a solid player. I mean, people like you said, you know, people forget about him on Portland. People forget, and honestly, like when he was, uh, he's about to hit free agency. He was one of the most sought after big men in the league. Yeah, he was one of the most. Uh, I mean, everyone, you know how like they follow, like oh, he's now he's got an interview with the Lakers and with the Spurs and with everybody. Like he was one of the most sought after big men in the league. Yeah, like, they were following him. I mean, he's got what seven All Star appearances, five All NBA uh, uh, teams, and he's got a reliable jumper. Yeah, like that's that's huge for a big man. You know what I mean? No, for sure. That's 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 for sure a great pickup. Uh, with my pick, I'm actually gonna go with somebody who I think is one of the best three and D players in the 2010s. Who would you guess that is? The best three and D player. He's arguably one of the best. Like he could be number one, maybe number two, three and D. Man, he still plays. He still plays, and he's still playing well. Well, like. I don't want to give a tip. I hope it's not my player. Say it. I hope it's not my player. Say it. It's not Clay Thompson. It's Clay Thompson. Oh, <laughs> my God. I was like, it's Clay I was Thompson. My next pick. That like, man, you know, he, he he shoots lights out, and he's yeah. a great defender, man. So he got three titles uh, in the 2010s. He's clutch. So let me tell you something. I'm over here looking at my list, and I'm and I'm so my my original three shooting guards were Dwayne Wade that Jenner took. Kobe that I took and James Harden that Junior took. So I'm I'm looking over here at my replacements. I'm like, all right, the next the next best. Then I think one of the best players that the best secondary shooting guard right now in the league is Klay Thompson. Yeah, right. And for a long time, it's Klay Thompson because he does does it all. And Junior took that one too. Let me <laughs> crazy, <I'm sick>. crazy. <laughs> you know, so so Clay, you know, three titles. He's clutch. You know, we all heard about Game Six Clay. You know, what yeah. I mean, Clay is a monster. Great defender. Like I said, maybe the best 3 and D player in the 2010s. Part of the Splash Brothers. It's just yeah. iconic. Right? So, uh, I was like, yeah, I got, I got, I was actually surprised he dropped this low. He, he's, was, he's a great player. He's a great like, player. Doesn't, doesn't demand the ball. He doesn't like, demand he doesn't the ball. Demand. He plays, he can play with anybody. Play he can play with anybody. Ball, exactly. All you need to do is set him screens, get him, and, you know, he's a pick and pop type of shooter. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, you just boom, and he's, he's, he's going to hit him. Uh, spot up shooter. It's, it's, he's for sure, he can fit in almost any system. So, I had to go with Clay. He'll fit in my in my fantasy team system. He'll fit perfectly. That team chemistry. Okay. All right. We 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 got we got fantasy teams. I know something that matters a lot in fantasy teams is buckets. So I gotta go. With, I know. With who? What are you thinking? Nah, because if I say it, you're gonna take him because I have him a little lower. You who go. Are you thinking? I gotta go with somebody who brings insane amount of buckets, unlimited buckets, and only. Three years of his tw- of, of his career, he did not average 20 or more. I got to go with Melo. Ooh, that's what I, I was going to say. I was about to give out my play. I got to go with Melo. Ten-time All-Star, ten, ten all scoring champion. Like I said, pure buckets. And only three years out of his 18-year career, he didn't average 20 or more. And the and those these last three years with Houston, Portland, and OKC. Yeah. When, when he was He's older. When, when yeah. he was older, exactly. Yeah. So. Melo, I, I need I need buckets on his fantasy team. I gotta go with Melo. Yeah, and honestly, in the 2010s, like despite him like dwindling down in the 2010s, he was still fifth highest score yeah. average in the 2010s. So yeah. that's just that's you know that's a bucket. And I mean, eight All Star appearances in the 2010s, and he led the Knicks to what 54 and 28 back yeah. in 2010. So that's just that's just crazy. And if he didn't chase the money, he could he could have got a ring for oh, sure. Oh yeah. I know, you hear the I, stories I, about him joining the Heat almost instead of Chris yeah, Bosh? That'd yeah. have been crazy. And and I I I seen the the interview he had with Stephen A. Smith recently, and he was just talking about how 
he uh, he 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 was just talking about how he believes that he could have if he got drafted by Denver. Uh, I'm mean, not Denver by Detroit. He could have got that ring. And, and oh yeah instead of Darko Milicic instead of Darko yeah. Milicic and he could have for sure got that ring and I, I've seen him also talking about how when he got when he was up for free agency in New York and everyone was like where is he going to go and he ended up re-signing with New York which gave him a lot of money but he never won yeah and, and he said that was one of his biggest regrets yeah he never won a championship about that no it's crazy for sure for my next pick man I gotta go with somebody who is also faded recently, but was great in the beginning of the decade. It was actually insane. I know you're gonna then he moved to a team where he took a smaller role. He was still good, but he was insane before the move. And that was Kevin Love. Ooh. Kevin Love. Never mind. Yeah, so so he's. He, I mean, we know he's a great defender for the finals, right? <laughs> but uh, but he took a backseat in Cleveland. But and he was still good in Cleveland. That's not. I'm not saying he he just faded when he moved to Cleveland. But when he was in Minnesota, man, he led the league in rebounds in 2010 to 2011. He was averaging 15.2 boards and 20 points a game. Imagine someone that gives you 20 20 points and 15 boards on average, right? Like that's a solid player. And he, you know, he's got a wet jump shot too. Yeah, he can shoot. That is that is a, that is a solid player. I, I actually I, I was gonna drop him a little lower, but I was like, no man, like I gotta actually look at old Kevin Love. Like that's a solid, solid, solid player. So that's who I got with my with my pick. Okay, there you go. Go uh, another pick right here that his due to unfortunate events, his career kind of had oh, a dwindle down. For sure, dwindle down. I gotta go with the youngest MVP ever, Derrick Rose. D Rose. Unfortunately, only a two-time All-Star and one-time one-time league MVP. Which, when you look at his numbers years down the line, and you didn't watch him play, you would think that he was just a, a mediocre player who had a couple of good seasons. But that he was on the road to become the the goat. He was on the road to become one of the greatest players. And unfortunately, a whole bunch of injuries and a whole bunch of bad coaching and bad bad situation. Now, yeah, you just kept getting unlucky uh, yeah. for Derrick Rose. It's really unfortunate for him, but. You know, he is fitting in as a good role player now, though. Um, so, I mean, obviously it's not what he would want coming yeah. from an MVP to be a role player. But, he, um, but he, you know, he's finding his groove and everybody's happy for him. Uh, you know, tw- he averaged, what, 25-8-4 over his, over his MVP season. So that's crazy. Now, John, I want to ask you something. Uh, you picked two players that are were great before injuries, but injuries derailed them. And that's D-Rose and DeMarcus Cousins. But you picked Boogie first. Why Boogie over D-Rose? Well, I had to, I had to, pick, I had to pick Boogie over D-Rose because I, need, I needed another big. I wasn't just going to leave. I was, was just going to leave Dwight in there. And I already had Steph Curry, one of the greatest point guards. And I had Dame. So I wasn't just going to leave Dwight in there alone. And then and I, I also had to pick Cat because I feel like those three could run a great, great three-man yeah. rotation. I, I can't see a rotation running more than Curry and Dame. I don't know. If I had if I had Curry or Dame in the bench for too long, I feel like that would be a waste of talent. I had to pick the two more dominant guards over over the three centers. No, for sure. So with my next player, I actually also have somebody that was brought down by injuries. Not as much as Derrick Rose was, but he was a great player. He actually won Rookie of the Year in the 2010s. You might know who it is. Uh, think about it. A player who is super athletic. Injuries slowed him down. Uh, but he won Rookie of the Year in in this decade. But that's he's a point forward. That's actually gonna be Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin is mm. a solid player. That's a bold move. Yeah, but, but but he played well, and he here's why I picked him. Right. So like I said, Rookie of the Year in 2010, 2011. Super athletic. Injury slowed him down. 
But you know what happened when he got injured? He improved as a passer. He improves his shot, right? So he found ways to improve himself when his athleticism took a hit. You know what I mean? So that's why he became a good player. He plays kind of like a point forward now. You know, more like LeBron point forward stats, but but he's a solid player. So that's why I went with Blake Griffin. He did. He did transform his game uh, from jumping over everyone to now. To over Kia. Jumping over Kia's. (laughs) Jumping over (laughs) Kia's and everyone and Paul Gasol (laughs) when he dunked on Paul Gasol. To, to 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 now where he's he's he is more who found someone who found a jumper someone yeah. who can he, who found other ways to score than just dunking he no he definitely like he brought his game up yeah you know I mean? for, for sure. sure all right who do you got next next I gotta go with someone who again numbers don't really jump out out of the table at you I mean out of the ta- jump out of the stat the stat book at you but someone who on the court is a great leader I gotta go with. Four-time All-Star and one-time Most Improved Jimmy Butler. That's why I got next. I got to go with Jimmy Butler, hell? who someone who can easily create shots for himself, easily create shots for others. Like this this year on the Miami Heat, he's he's doing things that you don't you don't see in the stat line. Like he's he's a he's a player where he's an All-Star. He'll get a bucket at any time. He'll go for a forty piece any night if he wants to. But he understands that he has he has Bam on his team. He has he has none on his team. He has Tyler Hero on his team. He's Duncan on his team. He's he's even allowing Bam. He's like this could be Bam's team more than it could even even be my team, you know. And I just think that that's great to be able to be such an all star, be able to go for a forty piece any night, and everyone in the league knows that he can go for a forty piece. So you have to give him that attention. But he also doesn't take away from the young the the younger guys' shots. All those rookies are getting having a great season, and it's insanely impressive that they're in fourth in the league. When, honestly, when you were prefacing Melo, and you were like, he's a bucket, he's a scorer, he hasn't won, I thought you were about to say Jimmy Butler. So that's who I had next as well. Um, and actually, he should he really belongs to my team, and I'll tell you why. Because I got Kyrie and I got CP3. Jimmy Butler is a trifecta of bad teammates. <laughs> no, but uh, but he's an automatic bucket. You know what I mean? Yeah. Great defender, great scorer. He can get buckets anyway. That's the thing. That's another, he's, he is another player that like Clay, 3 and D. Like, he's a great defender. He's a great defender, in my opinion, Jimmy Butler is. Uh, and he's clutch. Man, remember that game when he was on the Timberwolves against the Lakers? Where it was just like, he was not letting the Timberwolves lose that game the last season? Yeah. He was not. And then and they won. Because he was getting buckets. After he was hitting three, threes, 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 threes. It's insane. But, um, no, no, that's that's definitely a good pick. So you his mentality, too. Yeah. It's crazy. So I had, I, I had Jimmy Butler next. After that, I had D. Rose, both of which were taken. So I got to move to my next pick. Another player like Kevin... All right, this one's going to be easy. Like Kevin Love, he was a monster before he joined another team and he had a smaller role in... Chris Bosh. Chris Bosh. Chris Bosh. Monster in Toronto. He was really good in Miami too, though. Remember, he was the one who got that rebound and kicked it out to Ray Allen. Yeah. So, um, he was the third option in Miami, but he played great. He's averaging 20 and 10 in Toronto. And he was crucial to the Miami team. You know what yeah, I mean? Like he wasn't D Wade, he wasn't LeBron, but he was he was still performing a role and performing where he needed to be at. So, and that's that's for sure. That's a great player. Also gets overlooked a lot, but uh, deserves definitely deserves more respect. That's, that's Chris Bosh. Yeah, Chris Bosh is someone who I think about that would be a so much better in today's era. Oh yeah. Instead of instead of he, when there he, he played. Yeah, he could yeah. shoot for sure. And I know I seen a, a video of Dwayne Wade and him talking, and they were just. We're waiting Chris Bosch talking about how Chris Bosch would have been so dominant in this era. And man, I, and I feel bad. You know, his, his career had to be cut short due to injuries right. as well. But, you know, that's all that's all great player. Another great player. So my next pick I gotta go with is someone who 
he he started halfway throughout this decade. Damn. But he started halfway throughout this decade. No, you don't have him. You for don't sure don't have him. Blair. You don't for sure don't have him. He's halfway throughout throughout this decade, and his numbers again don't really jump out at you, but. It's it's what he does on the, when you watch the game. I gotta go with Nikola Jokic, twenty point Close, twenty points per game, ten rebounds, seven assists. As a center, averaging seven he seven assists, the ball like crazy. he passes the ball like crazy. All you gotta do is just move, give it to him in the post, and just move, 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 just keep moving around. And he's shooting for, uh, uh, sorry not forty fifty nine percent from the field, eighty one percent from the free throw, and I just. I'm still mind blown at the fact that like there are, there are multiple guards on here who don't even have seven assists. Yeah. While Jokic is is dominating that area. He's, and, he's one of the best passers in a league. Period. Yeah. Not just passing McMahon. He's one of the passers in a league. Period. Today. Yeah. Uh, no, that's that's for sure a good pick. I actually I thought you were going to describe somebody else whose name whose numbers also don't jump out at you, mm-hmm. but you see, but he's d- does have awards to back that up, and uh, or. One one award in specific, uh, but he he's honestly he's honestly a solid player, and that's Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert. Okay. Uh, Two time Defensive Player of the Year in okay. the 2010s. So I needed a big man, um, and and honestly, like he still got all the he still has a lot left to give. You know what I mean? He's not like oh ending his career now. You know what I mean? So that's who I had to go with. He's second in true shooting percentage over the decade. So that's another uh, impressive stat. So you know he gets efficient buckets. And he, he makes stops on the defensive end. So I, I, I had to go with Gobert for my okay. pick. And my last pick, I got to go with Bradley Beal because that's just a scoring. That's just that man just gets buckets at any time. This this season, he's averaging 30, 30 points per game. And every every other season in his career, except three, except three of them, he's at, he's had 23 or more. So I got to I gotta go with Bradley Beal. I do, I do feel bad for him. He did sign that. He did re-sign, so he kind of knew what he was getting himself into. Stuck in Washington. Stuck in Washington, sadly. But uh, I do, yeah, I do feel bad for him. But that is a that is a two-time All Star. He did, and he also did make his the All All Riggy team his rookie year. So I think that I think Brad is for sure somebody who I would go with. Honestly, man, with my last pick, I gotta actually take a look at it because now I have three players basically left on my list mm-hmm. that haven't gotten picked. But I think who I'm gonna go with is Draymond Green. Wow. Draymond Green. I know mm-hmm. it sounds a little crazy, but here's why. So he has the size to be able to kind of guard, uh, you know, one through four. I think relatively, relatively uh, um, well. He won Defensive Player of the Year. I know he got exposed this season uh, by doing nothing, but uh, he was an important part of that. You know, that Warriors team. I wouldn't. I'd be lying if I said, oh, he just rode the coattails of of, yeah. of KD and Steph and Clay. Like. He was a solid part, you know, so I, 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 I had to go with Draymond. You know, Defensive Player of the Year definitely speaks a lot. Yeah. Definitely speaks a lot. Because, it was look, honestly, I'll tell you, since we're done picking now, between my last pick, I had to go between Draymond, Killer Kyle Lowry, mm-hmm. uh, who, and the reason why I had Kyle is because, yeah, he wasn't showing up in the playoffs, but he was solid, you know, all the other time, and he just needed a little bit of a push to get there, and that was Kawhi, you know what I mean? Uh, used a solid scoring option. It was that or another player that I had that actually maybe I should have picked over Draymond. It's actually Joel Embiid. So he was always injured. Uh, sorry, he's often injured. Uh, but when he's on, he's on. Like excluding his his two injury years, he actually only had four years in the league um, and three All Star selections. 
In twenty in twenty twenty eighteen and twenty nineteen, he averaged twenty seven and a half points, thirteen and a half rebounds, two blocks, and almost four assists. Yeah, those are solid numbers. The only reason really I went with Draymond is because that Defensive Player of the Year, and he's got three titles. You yeah. know what I mean? He's got three. Uh, the only thing experience. that was bad though that really hurt him was man, like this season he got exposed. Yeah. I mean, I know the Warriors were trash, but for somebody who's supposed to be a good player, like you gotta you gotta do, do something, something, man. Do something. Like yeah. So uh, it was tough, you know. That's the last pick, but yeah. but uh, that's why that's why yeah, I, 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 I I thought about Joel too. But my only problem with Joel is that he's just for somebody with that kind of size, he's just too lazy. Yeah. Only twenty three <laughs> point two hundred three points per game and eleven rebounds. He's like the closest. Him and DeAndre Ayton are like the closest thing to Shaq. Not skill wise, of course, but just like body dominance. Wise. Yeah, 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 dominant wise. And if they're not taking over, then you know I can't. And I'm and honestly. DeAndre Ayton has a lot more time. He's younger, but I'm starting to get tired of Joel Embiid. He's just too lazy. I feel like he's not really focused on that team. And not I've been enough and I've been saying this. I've been saying this for a long time now. It's Joel and Ben don't work. Joel and Ben don't work. So who, Somebody so needs to go. If you're Elton Brand, GM of the Sixers, who, I'm trading Ben Simmons. You trading Ben Simmons? I'm Why ben you Simmons? Because Ben Simmons, you you can't have. And I, I believe that in this league, when the shooting is one of the most important things, you can't have a guard who can't shoot. You can't have a guard who can't shoot, especially if you mix him with a center that can't shoot because half half of the league is started by pick and rolls. Pick and rolls is what starts your offense. You don't have to go over any pick and roll. You can just double Joel Embiid and air Ben Simmons to shoot. He's only a threat coming down half court. I'm kinda, kinda, He's only a threat coming down in transition half court. I feel like he's useless. But you keep you keep... Joel then, and then that's and you, scary, man. Because if he gets injured, like how many injuries does he had? You know, he could be like Boogie Cousins. You he can, he can, but he could also be like Shaq. He you can he could he could be like Boogie Cousins, but I just think that Ben. It's not like Ben Simmons in other in other people's eyes. Ben Simmons is actually good, so you can get trade value for him. You could get a but guard, Joel is too. You could get a guard who actually can shoot. You can. I, I don't know anyone uh, as big as Joel Embiid in the league besides so DeAndre you, Aiden. If you it, okay, so Ben Simmons. For Brandon Ingram, who's saying no? Ben Simmons for Brandon Ingram? Who's saying no? New Orleans saying no or Philadelphia saying no? Or nobody saying no? I, I think uh, New Orleans is saying no because New they, they just got no. so much going on right now. Yeah. They got so much going on. They don't, they don't want to ruin that. And they got Lonzo. Why do they need another another point guard who can't really shoot? But but honestly, man, Ben Simmons could play the four, but then they got Zion. Yeah, and that's who they don't want to bother yeah. at all. They want to <laughs> let him have his yeah. open court. But there you have it, everybody. That was uh, the This Decade's Draft. Uh, been, me and Jitterman trying to do an episode for a long time, so it feels good to do one. Oh, so yeah. I appreciate everybody tuning in, man. And that's it, man. Clutch Talk out. After you take Brandy to the prom, you coming back to school with shades on your head. Literally looks like a jersey that you would leave out on the side of the street to get picked up by the garbage company like the next day. <laughs> me and Matt say we're 6'4", but I think we're each probably an inch shorter than that. Me rounding up hurts nobody, helps everybody. Basketball tales so strange, you didn't know that you didn't know them. So listen up, y'all. It's NBA Storytime, available wherever you get your podcasts.